Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I'm going to talk about how adults used to have sex, <laughs> and I'm going to use some uh, some other TV shows to give examples for this hypothesis, to, su- to support my hypothesis, if this were research, which it's not. Um, but before we get to that, the, uh, I'd like to tell you to subscribe, because my most recent subscriber episode was why kids, especially the tween teen age, find it harder to empathize with more successful parents, particularly men, particularly if they're emotionally avoidant. So you will understand that better. You may have noticed, uh, you know, this is uh, commonly phrases, why do my kids treat me like shit? I do have a podcast about that. But if you are in the uh, particularly super successful bracket, then this would be the podcast for you. So anyway, in my ongoing quest to show you guys how sociologically there's been a tremendous shift that uh, contributes to the sexless marriage boom, um, I was watching, I I told you I watched my so-called life in a previous episode on how, you know, kids used to have, um, so kids TV, as I discussed in a prior episode, if it was made for teens, like my so-called life, um, it also used to include adults having sex, like obviously not a porn scene, but you know, the adults would be like kissing in the kitchen or they would be like kissing in bed and then it would fade out. So it was like a known thing that like adults have sex. Like this is like a thing that was known and it was positive because it was always like that the kid would like complain about like, ew mom and dad and then like usually because it's a tv show there's got to be drama and this happened in 902102 um then the marriage has problems right so mom and dad have problems a kid who thought their life was perfect mom and dad now have problems and kind of like they wish mom and dad would go back to the making out all the time you know like they wish mom and dad would go back to what they previously thought was the gross kissing because now mom and dad have some sort of other bigger issue which is interestingly commonly infidelity which is yet some more evidence that adults had sex um, in prior generations, you know, that that supports my hypothesis even further. So I was also watching Dawson's Creek. Uh, I watched one of those with my kids the other day, the first episode of Dawson's Creek. You remember that one. Um, It had young Katie Holmes in it. But anyway, much like every other episode, I was astonished because um, adults had sex yet again in uh, a TV show that was for kids that I watched when I was a uh preteen and I think that you know I I forget when it came out it was in the 90s um that I was either a teen or a preteen you know um and whatever it was just thought of it as good and normal that adults have sex so he comes in Dawson comes in his parents are making out and they're not just like making out like kissing like pecking they're like really making out like they're rolling around in the living room and this is thought to be totally normal then Pacey who's like Dawson's friend says like what y'all gotta sit down before you like fall down of shock or just uh, laugh yourself to death. Um, Like they're working in their video store and this MILF comes in and uh, Pacey, another teenage boy, says to Dawson, the first teenage boy, like um, uh, something about, yeah, like like she's a mom. Like we all know moms have great sex lives. And I just was thought that was so fucking funny, right? Because nowadays it's like thought to be exactly the opposite. Like moms like are supposed to be completely neutered and have no sex, you know? So it's 
is basically men either see like MILFs in porn or else like all of the women in their demographic, including their own wives, who are like, no, 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 can't have sex when the kids are awake, can't have sex if the kids are asleep, can't have sex if the kids exist, can't have sex at all. You know, so it's very, very interesting that moms used to be thought of as people who have sex just by virtue of of being married. Thus, you know, you have sex with your husband. So it, it was like super interesting. And it made me think about this whole idea where I've told you that I've worked, um, with young people, like people in their young 20s, frequently more and more over the years, they don't want to have kids. And frequently they don't want to get married. And, you know, a lot of them, when they're saying why, they say, like, my parents' lives sucked, you know, that my parents' lives weren't fun at all. You know, like my parents were great. They brought me everywhere. They did everything. But, you know, I don't want that kind of life. It was like just all driving me places and going to work. And then they would just like be like watching TV or maybe have a drink or something. But I mean, they didn't have any fun. They're barely ever smiling. They're always stressed out. Like, I guess it was the kids that did it or maybe it was the marriage. I don't know. But I certainly don't want to be in that position. And I mean, they got a point, right? Because like adulthood, the way that parents act nowadays, adulthood doesn't look fun. It doesn't look like something that people enjoy. It looks like you're sacrificing yourself. As soon as the kids get into the picture, you're completely sacrificing your adult life to them. And this is why I'm such a big proponent of yes, of course you should have sex as a parent, you know, like the only people that think it's like a worst case scenario to like try to get into your parents' room and you can't because the door is locked, like this is literally like what people tell me frequently, can't lock the door, why can't you lock the door? So, So I say, okay, so can you have sex at night after the kid goes to sleep, fine, yeah, but we, we, we can't lock doors, so I'm very uncomfortable to do it because we can't, some, sometimes they say we can't close doors. Oh, why not? Well, what if they wanted to get in? They say to me as though I'm some sort of an idiot, right? So I say, well, they would knock, you know? So, no, we don't have any closed doors in our house. It's not a closed door house. What the fuck? Then you know what's not a closed door house? It's like a monastery, you know? Like, why have any privacy? You know, you're not supposed to be having sex, not supposed to be jerking off. That's called a convent or a monastery. In a house with an adult couple that's supposed to be having an intimate relationship, yo, I totally get how it would be super traumatizing for your kid to see, like, mom and dad having sex. Yo, totally with you, you know? Yes, that is really really, really inappropriate, 100%. You know what's not traumatic? What's not traumatic is having to knock. Like, that is not traumatic. That shows, like, oh, hey, like, we are all separate people. You know, we have boundaries. Like, it would be as crazy as people saying, like, I don't close the door when I poop because, like, my kid has to be able to get in. No, they don't. They don't have to get in there while you poop. No, they don't. That's that's completely, you, you be private, you know, about your bodily functions. Totally normal. You know, and so it, if like, I mean, think about it. Now think about going back to how you grew up, right? The only parents who, or the only people now, adults who now have kids, so the only parents now who are traumatized by the idea or think their kids would be traumatized by the idea of having to knock are people who were raised in extremely dysfunctional families. So 
I mean, I, I, so the, the couple that are possible are either people who ha- saw some sort of horrible, overly sexualized behavior between their parents that was super traumatizing. So they don't want to in any way have any, you know, anything, quote, inappropriate happening in their house at all. So there are people who are totally traumatized by their parents having like loud sex, the doors half open, constantly making sexual jokes, innuendos, um, you know, making comments even in front of the kids' friends, like just like super sexualized behavior, you know, generally done by pretty narcissistic people. So those sometimes become parents who don't want to have sex anywhere near and want the kid to know that they are always the center of attention because these people themselves felt um, correctly that they were shunted to the side in favor of their parents' adult, you know, interests, right? So, So definitely, in that case, I see where it comes from it's still no healthier right because then you're completely enmeshed and codependent with your kid that doesn't understand what a closed door is you know that's not helpful but I I get where it comes from it just means that you would have to work on resolving those childhood issues and then there are people in another camp who are just repeating what they saw whose parents were basically ahead of the of the curve helicopter parents and uh, sacrificial parents before any such existed and who didn't have any closed doors in their house which which basically means you had a house where you had a sexless marriage between your parents who were ahead of the time, you know, because rates of sexless marriages have gone up now. But um, but your parents in this situation where you're just replicating what you saw, they never had any closed doors because they were never having sex, you know, and they were obsessed with the kids and totally child-centered. And you just learned that that's the way to be. So then you're replicating the same thing. So in that case, your parents did not fall into the bucket of people that I'm talking about in this podcast who were likelier to have sex in previous generations, your parents uh, had sexless marriage even, you know, whenever you were young, which there were lower rates then, but of course there were still sexless marriages because there were still dysfunctional marriages because people still had problems, right? In every generation. So anyway, those are the two kinds of people that don't like to close doors and that's super um, unhealthy, obviously, for the marriage because the marriage... There should be a lot of parts of your marriage that can't happen in front of your kids, right? And so if you're never allowed to be away from your kids, then you see logically that you can't have a marriage between two adults because the full breadth of what an adult does with another adult, whether that is an emotional conversation or a physical touch or sexual touch, cannot happen in front of kids. And if kids can come in at any moment, then you can't have an adult relationship. And many people don't. And then the marriage, it's so, you know, very sad, very tragic, but then they divorce, you know, because they never got any couple time. And then everything was about the kid, but all of a sudden the kid has to go between two homes, which is a lot more stressful, quite honestly, than uh, if you had just shut the door (laughs) and they learned to knock. But anyway, that is an aside, but I feel like a very, very helpful and um, important aside. But back to the point is that you used to have um, a template for becoming a sexual adult and it was usually seeing your parents or even just seeing parents on television or seeing your friend's parents. It used to be a known thing that when you're older, you get to go to parties, you get to make money, you get to do what you want. You can watch TV when you want. You could talk to your friends on the phone if you want. You can meet up with your friends. You could go for drinks, you know, and you could have sex. You could do all those things. 
But And so that was a draw for adulthood. Now remember, your child's going to be an adult for most of their life. So better than making their childhood a, a romp through the peonies, you know, we would like to make their adulthood something good because they're going to be adult a hell of a lot longer than they're going to be a child. Ideally, both are good, right? The childhood and the adulthood. But if everything is about the childhood and keeping the child like innocent and happy and they get every single thing that they want and our attention 100% of the time, then what we're forgetting is getting sacrificed is the fact that they do not see any example for a happy adult living an adult life. And then when they hit adulthood, there's frequently, you know, arrested development, you know, and failure to launch. They want to keep being a kid because they don't associate adulthood with anything positive. You know, it's, it's interesting, like even, um, like, like people are so, so into the idea of kids staying younger and it's really jump the shark, quite honestly. Like, sure. I mean, like, for example, all these memes that were proliferating around Halloween were like, like if a 16 year old comes to your door and asks for candy, you should just be, give it to them. Be so happy that they still want to be a kid. It's like, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, you know, like, I mean, I think it's a little weird, you know, I mean, like, really, like, quite honestly, they're, they're an adult, that's somebody who could be like a lifeguard, there's somebody who could be a babysitter, you know, there's somebody who could be working full time. I mean, there's somebody who, I mean, they're one year away from the average age of, of having sex. Like, I don't know, like, it would, honestly, if they're out there at 6pm with like the kids that are four years old in their dinosaur costumes, I don't know how normative it is. Maybe it's getting much more normative now. Either way, either way, it would be just as appropriate to say, you know, like, be happy for the 16-year-old that wants to go to a house party and dress up and kiss, you know, people and um, experiment with uh, being an adult because they, they want to be an adult, you know, like, that's not bad. Like, to be a teenager who looks forward to adulthood isn't bad because adulthood is where you're going to end up for most, the large majority of your years on this planet are as an adult. So nowadays, adults fetishize the endless childhood, but then they're like super upset when their children do not want to actually become adults. And it's some, and, and there become more and more articles advising parents like how to kick their kids out when their kids are like in their 20s. You know, so there, there's no free lunch. You know, you can't um, like kind of insulate your kids from the idea that there is adulthood even looming and just do everything to make them happy to be kids but then also be like why don't they want to be adults Uh uh-oh I'm getting older I'm like honestly I'm realizing I'm not going to be around forever and how the hell are they going to take care of themselves it's basically like when you feed the animals in the winter and then you're like holy shit I can't go on vacation otherwise all these animals are going to die because they've become so dependent on me leaving out food so you know kind of gets like that and I work with a lot of people, honestly, who are dealing with the adult kids in the home. And it's not all it's cracked up to be. And many people are smart enough to know that it's not cracked up to be much. But in the first place. And some people like it, you know, but a lot, a lot of people don't. And the reason they don't is because, not because they don't like hanging out with their adult kids. Of course they do. Some of them do. But because the adult kids don't seem to have any motivation to move forward and to be independent. And the parents start to realize they're not going to be around forever. And so they get anxious. They get very anxious about the child's ability to live on their own. And 
I relate this to the fact that adulthood does not look interesting to these kids. It doesn't. It looks like a huge sacrifice. It does not have any any good privileges that being a child didn't have. In fact, it all looks like sacrifice. So if you want your child to be happy about eventually becoming an adult and to look forward to adulthood and, and consider it a time of freedom and exploration and fulfillment and yes, sex and relationships and all of those things, you need to model that and you need to focus on showing your kid in the absence of, of media role models because as I, as I said, I mean, can you even imagine, I cannot even imagine a show like Dawson's Creek that is intended toward teens. Oh, and then at the end, e- even better, at the end of it, Pacey kisses the MILF, right? And the MILF turns out to be his teacher. And so, I mean, this would like never, ever yeah, of course, like that would be inappropriate. Totally get it. You know, I don't know if he's 17, 18, whatever, you know, but e- either way, the idea of it like cannot even be be shown now on a TV show is like so wildly different, right? And yes, times change, but also there is, a, there is a profound, and I'm not saying that that's the thing that would be great if every teenager got to make out with their English teacher, like that would be far worse than, than that would be not good. But the idea of the parents having a sex life, that is really a net positive. That's something that really allows kids to see, oh, there's something different and valuable about being an adult and being in a relationship. That's when you kind of get to do what you want a lot of the time. Yeah, you have to have a job, you have to take care of your kid, but also you get to have this loving sexual relationship and you get to have fun, etc., etc. And kids nowadays often really don't feel like that about their parents. And it's really a shame. And the parents can use it as a wake-up call to say, what are we modeling about adulthood? Are we modeling a good intimate relationship? Is there anything about observing us that would make our son or daughter want to go out in the world and be an adult? Or not. And in that case, like maybe we could work on that. Maybe we could use that as a motivator since we both love our kids so much. All right, so hopefully this was interesting to you, more sociological uh, and popular media-related takes on our burgeoning sexless marriage issue, and I will talk to you all soon. Have a great day, guys.